0: You're tuning in to Dose of Deborah, Rehab for the Heart, supporting you, the healthcare professional, in reclaiming your health and personal power so you can thrive and feel alive. Get ready for a spoonful of inspiring information and insights to lift, soothe, and open your heart, allowing you to heal, restore, and transform your life. Here, we keep it real, raw, and relevant. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to Dose of Deborah Rehab for the Heart. I'm your host, Dr. Deb Howell. You know, one of the things I've learned over the two decades that I've been in practice as a physical therapist is that there are skill sets that we require for peace of mind and longevity as a healthcare professional. And a skill set in particular that I feel is most essential to your practice as a healthcare professional is patience. I wanted to share with you an experience I had recently. Challenged me to my core, and it was an experience. And you may have had this sense as well where you felt I don't want to do this anymore, or you know, you're questioning your decision to be in healthcare, right? And if it's not that big of a thing. It might be a situation that you feel like, I want to go back home right now, right? And if if that's not bad enough that you take that experience for the day, that and then it affects every other experience that follows it, right? So I had this patient first thing in the morning, and... I went in to see her, and just talking with her to, you know, get her up, get her out of bed, to see what she was able to do um, as far as her mobility. You know, that's just some, some basic things that we do as a therapist, but it was also around the time of breakfast, and she was very particular in what she liked and how she liked it. And that morning, nothing would suffice. Nothing was good enough. And I did all that I could going back and forth to the kitchen and, you know, really wanting to make things right for this lady. It was beyond beyond the scope of practice that, you know, as as my position as a physical therapist, this was not, you know, part of my therapy role. However, it, it was important that I had this lady feeling comfortable, feeling that I was listening to her, feeling that I cared about her. And during that course of interaction, honestly, I felt that, nothing would ever be good enough for her, because she didn't want it to be. And I say this really frankly and honestly, because the the baseline of this particular patient was problematic to begin with, that she really didn't do much of what she was asked to do or expected to do, not just with me, but with nursing and with other therapists and it and the the family and and the the cultural differences played into this as well and personality played into this and age played into this and all I can tell you without being too specific about the details is that What was going on in me? And I I want you to think about yourself with situations that might have arisen for you already. But when you feel that someone, all of a sudden you are, you know, I want to think of the Hulk, right? (laughs) You, You feel like you're transforming inside, that everything in you is like, Surging to it's almost like you're gonna have this out of body experience because number one I mean there's no pleasing this person it's it's just a losing battle because that's just the way it is nothing will will please this person so that's a that's a that's a given, but in yourself right and for the bigger situation, you know we have to make the best of what we're doing in real time, right? So that the best outcome happens, that, you know, people are safe, people are happy, you know, and and ultimately when all is said and done, you know, there's this satisfying outcome. So coming back to you, though, when you're in a situation where your body is rumbling and you are taking the deepest of breaths possible, or maybe you're not. Maybe you're taking shallow breaths and all of a sudden there's this possible sense of anxiety is kicking in, right? What is going on to help you to cultivate patience? And for me, in that experience cultivating patience had me, if you can imagine, being like a tree growing roots into the ground. I had to dig so deep to access another reservoir (laughs) of of, uh, sanctity, like peace, right? Just something to fill me, to give me that little bit more so that I could sustain the remainder of time that I had to spend with this patient and feel open and caring and be as thoughtful as I can be because honestly I do make the effort to give it all that I have and not to set up for this you versus me situation which is it's easy to happen. If there's this situation that I was in, it was easy to have static build up between us. And someone has to take responsibility, and that being the healthcare professional is the one that has the responsibility to set the tone. But when we run low, what do we do? And when we have the responsibility to be caring for this patient, teaching this patient something, working with this patient in some capacity. I mean, what are we to do when you have someone that is pushing whatever buttons are in you to push, and maybe you're not even having a good day from the start. From, you know, you, you got up, you maybe didn't get enough sleep the night before, or maybe something's on your mind, or what have you, because we are human too with feelings and emotions as we go into practice and do our our thing right as a provider but what happens when you meet that patient that just takes you on takes you on directly right this is the challenge in healthcare today because of the complexity because of the overwhelming burden of care and the expectations and demands from the system at large that says we want this, we want it this way, we want it in this much time, right, for more cost-effective services. So you're already being stretched, right, by your demands of being in practice already, but then you go in and meet the patient that is stretching you as well. So patience is required to serve you throughout your, your day, throughout your life. So this conversation about what do we do, and, you know, when I, when I had this set up with this patient, you know, it, it made me think about people who don't practice as I do, because it is a regular practice, to be mindful of what gets stirred in you when you have different encounters that are, you know, very, um, maybe very sad or or really just devastating and life-changing and you're there with people and you're caring for them and you're supporting them and you take home some of this, this energy and these memories And you may even be dreaming about it, right? And then you come back the next day and continue, right? So, what is it that we can do to increase our own capacity to care, to have patience? And I really say more like patience on demand. What can we do to? Influence our physiological state that involves our emotions, our mental capacity, and physical capacity. This requires a skill set, a practice that we can call upon in the moment, and it works. And so going back to my experience with this lady, thank goodness we completed the session and she was relatively satisfied. However, I was relieved to leave the room when we were finished. And what I did right after that was get some air. (laughs) I went to get some air. I had to step outside and... Feel that there's a bigger world out there. You know, gain some perspective. Take a deeper breath. And release that which I didn't want to hang on to because I had just begun my day. That was the first patient of the day. I had the rest of my day to go through. And I certainly didn't want to carry this sense of... um, possibility (laughs) right so to keep myself open to keep myself grounded and in a caring heart getting air was the first thing then I had water I had a glass of water which I love because that's that soothes me it's one of the things that helps soothe me and I use essential oils so those three things were part of my little tool bag so to speak to allow me to continue my day, and the rest of my day was, was just fine. And, you know, so the challenge in real time is what if you have multiple patients that are really testing your limits? I mean, this one lady in particular was, I'm, I'm good, I'm good for the year, you know. But what if what you do is dealing with situations that are more of a heightened level on a regular basis. And your background sound system is telemetry units, our, our alarms going off, and this is the background. That background is feeding your nervous system, and it does not support you in being patient. It does not support you in having peace of mind. It is in the background sending off alarms in your own body that you have to work at offsetting. And you may be tuning it out, right, mentally tuning it out because you've acclimated to the environment. But your body is registering the sound and the noise. And some of these things you might recognize as symptoms of this is that you don't sleep well, right? It takes a while for you to to kind of settle down, to decompress when you get home. Or there might be headaches, stomach upset, indigestion, things like that, or irritability, a little bit of stress here and there. But then over time, what happens, Right? This is the situation that when we are not able to be patient and actually when we're being patient, genuinely being patient, not just, oh, got to be patient, but genuinely being patient and open and checking in with yourself as you are staying present to the patient. I mean, this is something that is an ongoing resource that does not come naturally without your deliberate attempts and intention to have. And so the reality is we are just as human with thoughts and feelings and emotions like our patients except that we have the responsibility of setting the tone, helping people to cope and adjust. And we're diffusing and, and de-escalating situations, right, as, as we're managing conflicts and crises. All of this takes practice. It is a skill to be patient. And having support and reinforcement is part of what we need to be effective in the work that we do and to actually enjoy it, you know? Otherwise, over time, we become depleted. And I believe if you are connecting with anything that I'm saying, this kind of thing can wear on you, right? It can affect your attitude and your enthusiasm and ultimately your health. So patience, how patient are you, right? What do you do to build your capacity? You know, because there's so many different environments. We're all in in different settings. And definitely the settings will vary in their stress levels, right, In in the demands, and in the patient population so it varies but the focus really is on you I want you to consider your health your well-being your peace of mind for the long term so I would love to hear about your experiences with patients whether personal or professional because we go home after we leave work and we have a family or we have you know we have our life right and if you're not married with children you know you, you still you have a life and we can take this into our personal environment from the clinic from the office from the hospital we take it home And if you find that you're not sleeping, you find that you know you are irritable, edgy, kind of detached, what's really going on? How well are you taking care of yourself? Because your own self care, your own ability to check in and tune in and look out for you as you are in a profession to care and look out for others I want to know what you are doing to take care of yourself I'm here to support you and to teach you how you can build your emotional capacity and resilience so you can keep a positive attitude and truly continue to care and enjoy your work And feel good. Like, feel good about your life. Feel good about what you're doing. And and just, you know, smile and and be genuine. And um, because it's possible. It is possible with practice. I hope that this was a, a conversation that resonates with you and gets you thinking about how you practice and how you want to practice and how you feel when you practice, because it matters. Your health matters. Your peace of mind matters. Having your heart in service matters. So, thanks for listening. And be sure to tune in again. And in the meantime, check out my blog, at doseofdebra.com, and I'm on Instagram, at doseofdebra. And message me. Send me your stories at Facebook, at Dr. Deb Howell. All right? And I look forward to, to hearing from you. Honestly, I do. So, have a great day, and again, thanks for listening.